get to know more about cybersecurity because having a complex password or having two-factor authentication is never enough. Minimum two-factor authentication for everyone listening out there. It, it doesn't help me at least. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cyber Evolution podcast. I'm Adam Hewitt, the CEO of Cyber Evolution, and today I'm joined by a current star student of ours, Armin. Armin, how are you? Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, Adam, and hello, everyone. My pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Now, Armin, as I said before, is a current student of ours. He has been crushing his studies at the moment, uh, and I wanted to get him on because I just think he's a great person to come on the podcast and share his story. That's exactly why we have our students on this podcast is to share their stories. Everyone has a different one and a unique one. Um, but also, I think as well, everyone has a story that resonates with a current student or somebody else as well. And you can pick up little nuggets of gold along the way. So that's why essentially we have continued to do this podcast each and every week. And I hope you're all getting a bunch of value out of it. Before we get into Armin's story, I do just want to give a bit of an overview of exactly who this podcast is for. Um, so Cyber Evolution, we are Australia's only dedicated cybersecurity training and placement institute. We specialize in finding people their first job in cybersecurity. Over the years that we've been doing this, we've helped thousands of people, but we still get absolutely bombarded with questions about what cybersecurity is, what skills do you need to learn, what is CompTIA, what is an entry-level cybersecurity role. You hear about all of these attacks that are happening each and every day. I think the latest one was DIMIX. A week or two ago, over a million people, a million you know, people's data was stolen in that attack. And obviously the Optus and Medibank attacks that happened about a year or so ago now. So you hear a lot about it, but it is still a, you know, a mysterious industry and there are a lot of misconceptions. So we want to break down some of those barriers and common misconceptions and really just educate people on what cybersecurity is and how you can land your first job in this industry. So if that resonates whatsoever, then this could be the podcast for you. Okay, Armin, let's get into it. I'm going to start from the very beginning where I do with all of our guests. What were you doing for work when you started to think about a career change in cybersecurity? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking of about uh, career change since I started, uh, since I migrated to Australia in 2017 because my background is kind of relevant to technology. I was working as a system admin uh, that sort of role back in my country. But when I come to Australia, for any reason, like bad resume, not having enough connections or not having a good network, many different factors caused me not to be able to land a job in the technology. So I was working as a petrol station manager at the time when I entered Australia. Uh, fast forward three, four years, I, I stayed in that role. But in 2021, I switched my job to the security role, not cybersecurity, rather electronic security, which is more responsible for physical security, like CCTV, cameras, access control, and stuff like that. And I was still thinking about changing my career because coming uh, from a background of IT, I always wanted to return back because I invested in, the, in, that, in that field, right? I have studied a Bachelor of Software Engineering and then Master of IT, so I didn't want to waste it some, somehow. I didn't have relevant experience that much. So even, even at that point in my home country, which I was working in IT, I wasn't deep enough. So I was more of a like all-rounder type of person in the organization I was working for. Jack of all trades, 
but I always wanted to find a way to back to, to IT. And to be honest, I found cybersecurity pretty uh, promising and interesting role. And like you know, it is just the start of a boom. So I didn't want to miss the train. I just tried to jump, jump on it. I was thinking a lot about it. But when I saw your advertisement on the social media, and I get to know your company and uh, listen to the podcasts and some stories of other people who took this path, I decided to jump on the board and start doing it. Wow, amazing. I think, yeah, we get a lot of people who have studied, you know, 10 years ago, they've done their IT master's or even a cybersecurity degree years and years ago and for whatever reason didn't get back into it but still always have got that, have that passion and drive to get into That's the That's correct. Something inside you that sounds Go for it. Go for your dreams. Go for it. Do it. Well, exactly right. Like if you don't go for it, if you let the fear hold you back or you let whatever it is, variables hold you back for whatever reason, then I think you're always going to regret that, right? Especially if it's something that you've wanted to do for so long. So I commend you on that, mate. I really, really do. It does take a lot of courage to change careers. As you said, we were talking off air before. You have a family. um, You've got responsibilities. But, you know, it's obviously you're doing you're doing this for them as well. So yeah, really, really well done. Now with cybersecurity, you mentioned before you knew about the boom. I always ask this question because I'm very interested because we've got a range of different questions, uh, different answers. Was there a specific moment for you that was like, okay, I have to do this? You know, some people may have been a victim of a cybersecurity attack or something happened at their work. Was there any like real specific moment you can think of? Uh, as for cybersecurity. Actually, I have a story. So I was always quite secure. Like I said, I had a background in IT. So I was always very cautious about my passwords and like like keeping my devices secure and everything. But uh, somehow in January this year, I lost my, com- like my, my Facebook account has been hacked. And I don't know what the hacker did to my account, but the account which I had for like 10, 12 years has been hacked and whatever re- whatever action they have done on this account, it caused my Instagram, on my WhatsApp, anything meta related to go out of out of access. Yeah. I wasn't able to contact my family. I wasn't able to create a new account with WhatsApp because that that number was blacklisted or whatever. Yeah, that that's a story actually you get to know more about cybersecurity because having a complex password or having two-factor authentication is never enough. No, well, that's, I think, at minimum two-factor authentication for everyone listening out there. It doesn't help me, at least. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. That's amazing. And see, that's what I mean. Usually someone has fallen victim and that was like the domino that was like, okay, I have to... I have to do something about this. And they've got that mindset of, I'm going to get back at the bad guys that are doing this to not only you, but potentially your family in the future and, you know, colleagues and friends, et cetera. Um, So that's, that's really, really interesting. And now... Why cyber evolution? Because you said you mentioned you came across us on social media. That's correct. I saw your advertisement on social media and I did a bit of research. First of all, cyber evolution is a, is a Australian company. Mm-hmm. So you can trust. Basically, there is governance on top of it and everything. The other thing is that the job placement, to be honest, I didn't saw many training institutions to, to offer job placement and help you in that, in that regard. Basically, they, they offer the training, but after that, you're on your own. You don't know what to do. You don't get much consultation. And also, the weekly success factor sessions, 
was uh, kind of very helpful and uh, valuable to me as well. Because whatever you do, it doesn't matter how motivated are you and how badly you want to change your role and get into the cybersecurity. But after the, after some, some time, you lose motivation. Yeah. So you need someone to get back to you, say, how are you doing? What's up? That part was quite valuable for me as well. Okay, so the job placement services and then the and this one-on-one dedicated support success session. That's a mouthful, isn't it? Um, and with your success <laughs> officer, Angelica. How good is Angel? She's amazing, isn't she? Oh, she's amazing. She's amazing. She knows a lot about the field and yeah. she's pretty good in motivating you and very, very, very respectful, very punchy in terms of like uh, session timings and stuff like that. Yep. And quite flexible if you have something if you can't actually uh, make a session or something, she's quite flexible to book another session. She's fantastic. Yeah, she is. I want to ask you this question first because I spoke to Angel before getting you onto the podcast. You've done really well with your study so far. Thanks For so you, much. what are some key strategies that you implemented to ensure your success? Yes, absolutely. I researched about a lot about it because uh, I just didn't want to miss this opportunity. You know. So I researched a lot about it and I came across like three or four four points that, has, that are like absolutely must-haves okay. to get you there. First of all, first and foremost, the most important thing is consistency. So no matter what you're doing, no matter what happens in the outside world, put the time and effort in. So if you have to spend like one hour per day or half an hour, whatever it might be, just do it. No matter what. Just put the work in. The second thing uh, is that never stick to just one source. The cyber revolution source is pretty good. I'm not saying that it's not enough, but the thing is that it is not built for everyone. It is not one size fits all. So always get your information from different sources. You may relate to someone teaching you uh, better than the other person. And also, if you look at different aspects from different angles, you definitely get the materials better and get the concept better, especially if you are not experienced in technology and you don't know you don't know much much about these concepts of cyber revolution and uh, sorry cyber uh, security and network it's it's actually worth it to get the information from different sources. Yeah, I think it's a, there's roughly say 80 to 90% of our students do just stick to the one resource. It's great to just be under the same roof. But for somebody I know like yourself who is extremely diligent and likes a depth and breadth of understanding, we do sometimes provide other resources for our students to, to get into. Because I know you really like putting in not only, as I said before, that breadth, but the depth of understanding as well. So it's important. Yes. The other thing is that the other start, the strategy which I took might work for me, might not work for anyone else, but it was it was just my strategy. So whenever I start uh, doing a course, this the first step for me is that uh, to take the exam. So I'll take the mark, exa- mark exam to see what I'm dealing with and how much do I score. Obviously, the score shouldn't be that great before yep. you start doing your studies, but at least you have a rough idea of what you are going to learn. So that helped me as well uh, in terms okay. of uh, nailing it. Yeah. Okay. So you took you took the practice exams because we have practice exams that mimic the major exams with CompTIA. You took that at the start of your studies, did you? At the start of the studies. Interesting. 
at least once. Then I go to the study materials, do the courses one by one and the modules one by one. Yep. And obviously when I finished, I redo the exam. And then from there, I try to find out what's my weakness points and what sort of, uh, what parts should I concentrate more on? And then try to redo the exam times four times, depends on. Yep. That is a unique strategy. I haven't heard of a student doing it that way. And I know everyone is different, right? And it like is I said, it may, it may not work for everyone. Exactly. But exactly. It may not work for everyone, but you know, it's clearly working for you. And I guess what that could do is early on, identify some of your skills gaps. I know you're, you know, probably 80% of our students are complete career changes. They don't have any IT knowledge or background or skill set at all. Um, whereas to someone like yourself, who does have a little bit of that knowledge previously, you've studied it quite some time ago, could be a good way to just refresh and go, yep, I am I am still strong in those areas, but I am weak in these areas, and this is where I need to focus a lot of my time when studying. So that's a that's a good tip for somebody who is like yourself, which we have, we do get a, a you know a bunch of. They might have studied five, ten years ago. They can look at implementing that if you're a student listening. It's a good tip. It's it's a, it's a very good way to refresh your knowledge if you have previous knowledge. That's that's very helpful. The other thing is that uh, don't procrastinate. So if you do your mock exams and you reach to a certain point, like seventy five percent, eighty percent, or something like that, don't don't try to be perfect. Yeah. When you're ready, just just do it. Just yep. do it. For the network plus and also security plus, I was in doubt if I have to do it, not do it, but. The, the exam scores were like, uh, were like uh, sorry, the mock exam score was about 80, 85, sometimes fall to like even 78 or 79. Decided to do it and I did it. First hit, passed the exam. Yeah. Exactly. You trust the process, right? Once our students get to a certain point, even if they have a little bit of doubt and they're like, oh, I still feel like I'm not ready. We then say this is when it comes into the role that Angel is in, um, who knows you, who's been spending this whole time with you on the journey. She goes, you know, you've gone through our process. You've done this. You've done the practice labs. You've done the theory. You've done the practice exams. You're scoring that right score that you need to. And that's when you need to trust us and go, yep, you you have gone through this process and it's worked for so many people. You're ready. And so, yeah, I did ask, as I said before, I asked Angel, who obviously is your success officer looking after you each week, and I asked her what were some of the, I guess, the key traits that she said that uh, or she thought that made you successful. And she said your diligence was one, and then your attention to detail as well was probably number two. Just really making sure that you, as I said, you know, ticked all the boxes you needed to, and then we're extremely diligent in following that process moving forward. As you said, if it's in your calendar, if you've got time set aside for it, yeah, just do it. When it gets done, amazing. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't been very good with the size of plus. Yeah, I wasn't being so diligent for with the size of plus, but yeah. I'm trying to get there. I finished yeah. the study, so I just uh, doing the prep work to get to the exam. We're almost there. We're almost there. And then I know you're almost finishing your studies. You're coming up to the back end. You've got your pen test to go. Yes. Um, but uh, you are one of the fortunate students that we are going to provide a job opportunity whilst you're studying. doesn't happen for everyone, but we do have some opportunities that do come up for our students. Some, you know, 60 days, 60 days in, some, you know, four months in, some six months in. And now you've got an opportunity coming up that we've just actually lodged your resume off this afternoon to um, one of our newest placement <laughs> partners. Fingers crossed. Exactly. Um, and so they're our newest placement partner out of Sydney. Reasonably small um, cybersecurity company, but growing at a, at a rapid rate. 
and some really big plans for the future. I met their head recruiter last week just to solidify the partnership and they're they're amazing. So um, yeah, that's what it's your first application with us. Um, but yeah, I think you're a very, very, very strong candidate. So we'll see see how you go with that one. Um, other than this process, obviously the you know the placement side of things, which is exciting. What did you enjoy most about your studies? Was it the lectures, the labs, the support? All of all of them were perfect. To be honest, the support is perfect. The information and uh, like the knowledge you gain from the labs as well as actually labs are very good for hands-on experience so if you lack that part that's very helpful and also the knowledge you gain from the lectures is absolutely amazing and valuable so pretty much every single bit of it i can't i can't i can just choose one good i like that that answer (laughs) (laughs) um i can't choose one (laughs) no no yeah you said we're a training company that just specializes in one industry. So we want it, and it does it. It's in a changing, um, always changing program. What our program was, you know, a year ago is not what it was today. And what it is now is not what it will be in a year. The cybersecurity yeah. industry Absolutely. changes so rapidly. Um, but also, we always want to be getting better and improving what we can do. Um, so it's good to hear that feedback that you've enjoyed all aspects of the training. That means a lot. Yeah, because because you know these are like just like pieces of puzzle. You have you have to put all of them together to see the whole picture. Yeah, you cannot like have all the certificates in the work and no hands-on experience. And like I said, as much as you're motivated, you lose it at some point. So you need that support, that weekly support. Yes. So all all of it together is actually working really good. Good. There is room for improvement, but that's true for every industry, any company, any any process. Exactly. Yeah. Oh no! If 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 you th- if you think that you don't have any room to improve, then that's that's mistaken. So um, yeah, it's um, it's really good to hear that you're you're loving your your studies. And so, I guess the next thing would be to talk about some top three tips. It's the last question I like to ask all of our our students just to be able to give nuggets of gold. But we've already covered that, didn't we? So maybe we do a bit of a recap. Let's change it up. So those were key strategies for your studies, right? Those are your top three key strategies to get through the studies. Talk me through what your top three tips would be for somebody who's sitting on the fence right now that would want to get into cybersecurity but may have studied it 10 years ago and is thinking, ah, that's just a pipe dream. It's not going to happen. The first one would be just like my strategies, be consistent. No matter what, put the work in. Don't don't give up give up on your dreams because you're gonna regret it after some at some point. So put the work in, and the next thing is that don't expect fast results to happen overnight. It's it's a long process. It's not short. It's not easy. It takes at least six months to one year. Depends on how you travel and how much work you put in. Yep. So don't expect fast fast results because what happens is that uh, you get demotivated if you don't see the results within the next four or five months. So be ready to put in the work for long term. And number three would be keep up with the market. That's a very good strategy to pump you up. So follow the news, follow any relevant network or uh, channel on LinkedIn or anywhere else you can find. Keep, Keep yourself on. That helps you with gaining knowledge as well as, like I said, keep you motivated and pumped to to put in the work, the actual work. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think that's a, they're really, really good ones, especially keep up with the market, do your research. You know, if, if you hear from your friend's cousin's boyfriend at a picnic that cybersecurity is hard to get into and you're like, oh, yeah, I knew it. That's taking the easy way out because, you know, you're going to get out of your comfort zone and you might be looking for an excuse not to change. Look into it. Do the research. It's all there how much we need more people in this industry, but we need the right people. We don't need people, as you said, that are into it to just earn good money quickly or get a job straight away and not put the work in or not enjoy the process. What I love about this conversation is you clearly have enjoyed the process from where you were to where you are now. Yeah, of course, of course. The reason being that first for my passion for technology, the second is that my current industry is not totally irrelevant. So we we do a lot of stuff with the network and stuff like that. To be honest, getting Network Plus uh, helped me to get a job which was 20K, paying 20K more than my previous job. Really? Just by having Network Plus. So you made $20,000 just from the Network Plus? Yes. Talk us through that process. How did that all come about? Uh, Actually, like I said, uh, the physical security does have a lot of things with the network as well. Yep. So having that back background and the base of network would help you. Like in the previous job, I was I was working with some Cisco switches and do configs on them and stuff like that, and that absolutely helped me through the second job. It was it was a winning factor? I believe yep. that was that was a factor which I could land that job with that salary. Amazing. Well, there's your return on investment for you know within the program already, but obviously now we want it's already to get... it's already paid off, but it's already more than paid off, which is amazing. <laughs> yes. Um, so obviously now we want that to continue that because that is honestly the power, guys, of education. It really is. No, you want to attach that kind of value to every single certificate. Armin got one certificate, the Network Plus, and it's increased his salary by twenty thousand dollars. That's it. Yeah. It's really, really important. Yeah, it is a great story, right? And it's one I think that everyone needs to hear and it's really important to place value on these certifications and um, also enjoy the process of, of studying them whilst you can, Armin. Thank you so, so much for taking the time out of your busy no day. Thank you for having me. No, no, it was an amazing chat. I really enjoyed listening to your story and I'm sure all of our listeners did too. I hope they got a lot of value out of it. Good luck in your application that we've just put forward for your first job application in cybersecurity. Today, today. exciting times, mate. Guys, if you did get some value out of this podcast, which I'm sure you did, please like, comment, subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you want to know more about the job placement program that Armin is currently in, all you need to do is just head to cyberevolution.com.au. You can leave your details there and someone from the team will be in touch. Thanks for listening, everyone. So if you've been sitting on the fence for a while, umming or ahhing, this could be the opportunity, the push you need to make the change you need to make. I'll be getting a booking link placed into the description of this episode. Book yourself in for a chat with one of the team members and potentially you could be starting your journey in a new career in cybersecurity. Thanks for listening, everyone.